Hey, Out Alive listeners. We'll be back with more amazing survival content in just a few weeks, but today we're doing something a little different. For more than a year, the team at Outside, working with an amazing crew of freelance producers, has been developing a new podcast. It's called The Daily Rally, and it's a weekday show featuring short stories from people who came up against an obstacle in their life and found a way to get past it. Think of it as an antidote to the drudgery you hear constantly in the news. One of our favorite parts of the Daily Rally is there's no host, and just like Out Alive, these stories are told by the people who have lived them. Today, we're excited to share one of their first episodes. It features a woman who had a frightening accident that enabled her to listen to something she really needed to hear. And one more thing, you have a chance to choose who is featured on the show. Fill out a nomination form at outsideonline.com slash the daily rally to nominate the people in your life who came up against something and found a way to rally. And yes, you can nominate yourself. We'll see you back here soon with more episodes of Adelaide. But for now, here's the daily rally. I was going to land in the river and I was going to hit the bottom. So I pulled my feet up in close to me and had this very realization that this is how I die. It was very simple. This just, this is how I die. And this, and it was kind of like, oh, (laughs) okay. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, one woman's journey through grief and beyond. After this. Um, my name's Carissa Aiken, and nickname, I have lots of them, but maybe the grizzly bear, because I give really good hugs, like a grizzly bear. In 2009, I lost my brother, Michael. My brother was 18 months younger than me, and we were always scheming about what we were going to do, whether it be in business or in advocacy My brother was at uh, CU Boulder. He was in his fifth year, and he was incredibly involved in computer engineering and in school life. And with that, I feel like he had a lot of stress because he was just trying to do all the things. And so he had taken an opioid with, with alcohol, and it stopped his heart. So... I was working for a large corporation at the time, lived far away from my family, um, and I immediately moved home and I started skiing um, with my dad. That's kind of how him and I got through a lot of our grief. And that journey of, of skiing and just getting outside like took me to all different places around the country. And 
I found myself um, up by the Lewis River, which is near Mount St. Helens. And my friend and I, and we're like, okay, let's go for a mountain bike ride and check out the area. And we had been running on the trail for most of the day. So I was familiar with the trail. It was just a, you know, it didn't seem anything too difficult. We set out on our mountain bikes and we were climbing the single track trail and I hit a wet route. And I started falling. I remember seeing my feet below me and just sliding down the hill. And I remember feeling like I, there's no way I can stop. I could see the river uh, below me. And there was a moment where all of a sudden I knew that I was just in the air. I took all the impact on the right-hand side of my body and I heard the, the cracks, like I heard my, my, my body breaking and I was pulled into the river. There was basically like a cliff wall that I pulled myself up onto and, and, and just held on. And uh, I started screaming as loud as I could and in that moment, my brother came to me. I knew it was him because it was his voice and like his presence. He just said, Carissa, stop screaming. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm going to die. And he said, no, you're not. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You have to, you have to make it out of this river <laughs> for our parents and for our sister. And you know, that guy that you've been dating for three, or I think three and a half years at that point, long distance, like it's time, it's time to move and it's time to start the next chapter. Like you can keep grieving me, but it's time to move forward. At that time he said, okay, Carissa, scream now. And I screamed with all my might. And my friend, he had come back down the trail and then he heard me scream and he looked right over the, the cliff wall and I was directly below him. And he came all the way down this really steep embankment. He had to put me on my stomach and kind of fireman carry me back to the trail. There was a lot of people involved to help me get out of there safely. I was on the trauma floor for six days. My now husband, <laughs> um, who was my boyfriend at the time, he came and stayed with me for the six days while I was in the trauma floor on Vancouver. As soon as I was able to start walking again, I, I moved from, I moved out of my parents' house because I'd been living them, with them and um, moved to Jackson. And we got married and we have two kids. I think everyone's road through grief is different and the same. You know, I was just stuck in this incredible grief and was unsure of how to move forward. I was pretty angry. 
I was like, there's, you know, like, he was 22. Like, what, what the heck? <laughs> you know, and he's just gone. And I was trying all these different things. I was, you know, doing some of the things that I really loved, which was like getting outside and, and doing extreme sports, you know, and just like 100 days of skiing or whatever it was. I was worshiping something that is wonderful and, and, and a great thing, but I feel like I was so closed off from any sort of spiritual um, sense. I don't think I could have gotten a bigger wake-up call that, like, they're still here with us. They're, they're all around us, and they're guiding us. And you know, like, deep down, you know the right path for you, and they're helping you see that path as well. So just listen. Carissa Aiken lives in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and is the co-owner of a merino wool clothing company for children called Explore, spelled I-K-S-P-L-O-R. She created the brand with her mother and sister, and they started the business in 2018 on her brother Adam's birthday. This story was produced by me, Kat Jaffe. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.